It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host, and I always love being with you on Sunday mornings. Thank you so much for tuning in. I tell folks that this is a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We talk about the church and what God is doing in his glorious kingdom. This is show number 1137 today, and uh, we've been doing this for Over 20 years, I have few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. That seems to have worked out real, real well over the years. If you are out there tuned in and you are involved in Christian ministry, you need to call me. Let me get you on the show. Because people ask me all the time, they say, well, Pastor King, what are we going to talk about? And I say, we're going to talk about your passion. Whatever your passion is for the kingdom of God, what's God doing in your life? That's what we're going to talk about. And I've not had it fail yet. <laughs> so, area code 850-567-1703. Marlita Peters is my guest today. And she is with Global Evangelism United. And here to talk about a prayer summit that's coming up, uh, well, actually a week from today. Marlita, welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome, and thank you for having me. Now, we've known each other for a little while, and uh, you're you're good friends with Ernie Garcia from the Biker Church, and uh, you Pastor go to church Ernie. there. And uh, you're Pastor Ernie, that's mm-hmm. right. And uh, and uh, so we've we've met through that. We've been over to the American Legion a few times. I've seen you there. And, a few uh, gospel scenes. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, and so I'm just really just getting to get to know you a little bit. But we found out that. Uh, you have a connection with uh, uh, this the global. I see. Let me get this right now. Global evangelism, evangelism global. global. Mm-hmm. And because we had uh, going to have Sean on next week to talk about some things that's involved in this, and and I didn't know. In other words, I booked you and I booked him, and I didn't realize that you were both part of the same thing. Neither did we. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, God does these things. Uh, I had the same thing that happened with uh, uh, Glenn and Beth Burns. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd had Glenn on the show many, many times. And then uh, I saw something somewhere where she was with the uh, uh, some good, some, the Samaritan Network. Mm-hmm. And so I said, yeah, come on. Let's be on the show. And then he, Glenn shows up with her. I said, well. <laughs> But that's okay, because uh, as I say, we're a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We talk about the things of God, and prayer is near and dear to our heart. Absolutely. And uh, when you're talking about prayer, are we talking about one particular thing, or or what's, what's on your heart? Well, let me tell you, we're talking about our country. We're talking about our city. We're talking about our government. We're talking about the things, some of the things that we don't want to talk about. We're not talking about politics. We're talking about the people and the hearts and the souls of the people. Right. 
in our country and, and just, we want to see it better. Yes. And we want to see God come back to being alive and well and taking our country back and our city back and bringing peace. Okay. To our land. So let's let's assess this. Unless without getting into politics. Absolutely. We're, we're praying for and you and you used the word that it would be better and getting back to. Yes. So that means that we were here but we're not there now. Right. So what do you see? What 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 has changed in, in your your opinion? You know, growing up, everybody went to church and mm-hmm. those that didn't were the few and far between, but everybody just, you expected, what time do you go to church or Uh what church do you go to? That was common conversation. And now a lot of people are even afraid to ask, are you a Christian or do you go to church? Where when I was a little girl, it was, well, even up to my 20s, that was just expected of people. Yeah. Everybody did. Yeah, I mean, and, and where I come from, if you were not a church person, then you were kind of the odd one. Exactly. But now it seems like exactly. it's, it's kind of flipped. It? And now we're in the minority. And, and I'm, you know, it wasn't that long ago that 16% of our country were claimed to be Christian. Well, I know a whole lot more than 16% of this town and this county. This state, probably, but I know this town and this county profess to be Christians, go to church, and our country used to be that way. Uh-huh. Right. And I'd like to see our country come back to where it's loving each other and accepting. How much do you think that this COVID thing affected it? Do you see it as being something that's I do. has a major effect? Of all the pastors I have talked to, anywhere from a third to a half of their congregations did not come back. To wow. meet in church wow. after, and that's a big number. That's a huge number. That's a huge number. Um, I, I actually gave a live, um, what do you call that? A live invitation last week, um, at a big church here in town. And the pastor and his wife and I were having lunch after, and that was part of our conversation. I said, last time I was here, it was full. Yeah. And he said, a third of the people did not come back. Wow. And uh, uh, other churches have said the same. Really? Because mm-hmm. I've, I've ex- experienced this in talking to people. I- I've run across people that, oh, yeah, we used to go all the time, but we don't go anymore. And I- I've heard that. At our church, we really didn't experience that because we're we're not a big church to begin with. If I'd have lost half my congregation, then I would, we'd have been done uh, as such. But uh, uh, wow, that's 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 a huge number. That is a huge number, about. especially in a big church. But you know what? God's calling them back. God is stirring the hearts of people all over this country. Uh-huh. It's not just little Tallahassee. It is all over this country. God is stirring the okay, hearts now, of people. Now, what are you seeing to base that on? I'm seeing, I'm seeing people starting to treat each other better. Uh-huh. I am, I'm seeing people pray together. I'm seeing people actually be willing to speak the name of Jesus or pray for somebody in public, like they haven't done uh-huh. in probably 20 years. Uh-huh. Um, standing in the store in the gro- in the grocery store line, and all of a sudden you start talking about Jesus and start ministering to people and. And of course, dating Pastor Ernie, we're together. It's nothing to somebody's got an issue. We we'll pray wherever we're at. And now, now uh, again, you you talk about personal experience. Yes, you're, you're going places. Absolutely. You're experiencing these things. But which, which I find to be interesting. And I'm I, as you're saying these things, I'm filtering these things through my own mind, my own experiences. And I'm saying, well, what am I seeing here? Well, one thing that I have noticed. And I, I listen to talk radio a lot. A lot of the what I call the big talkers. Mm-hmm. 
It used to be you'd never hear one of them talking about their personal faith, but you do now, and I, do I now. and I hear it quite often. And uh, it wasn't too long ago that I was listening to somebody. I said, "That's pretty good preaching going on there." So I said, "Okay, we're we're seeing that," and and I have heard personal testimonies of people who are sharing things where they're encountering people. And, and that's, th- those are all positive things. And, and we're looking for hope. <laughs> because, Absolutely. Uh, as Rosalind Tompkins, and I've, I've shared this on the radio once before, of course, she's been here many times, and she talks about there's a crisis of hope in our country. And uh, I said, well, what do you base that on? She said, well, look at the suicide rate, especially among young people. Yes, and she said there is a crisis of hope, and uh, and she she's actually gone and and had a day, uh, no, a, a month designated as a month of hope, which is the month of April. Oh, hallelujah! <laughs> and, yeah. uh, anyway, she's a fascinating lady. She's uh, I call her <laughs> she's the queen of this show because she's been with me. I mean, from the very very beginning, she was one of my guests, and she's been with me over the years. And whenever she comes, I'm always excited because because she brings hope. And we're we're at a time where we need hope. People need hope in their heart because I mean, you look at it, all the things that's happening all around us, and, and uh, again, not getting into the political realm, we know things are not right, and uh, a lot of these things are setting examples. And I say, how is this affecting young people? You know, you and I. Near well, we're quite not quite the same age, but we remember Watergate and how that affected the whole the whole country Mm -hmm. and and, uh, these type of things. They do they 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 affect the country because we're looking for truth, and when you don't see it from people who are supposed to be leading us, it becomes confusing. But if it comes becomes confusing for me at my age, then how is this affecting the younger generation? You know, God said that. And I just read this recently, so I can't remember scripture and verse, but he said that a person without vision is dead. Yeah. And you can't have vision if you don't have that hope. Yeah. And it's hard to get that hope if you don't have the love of Jesus in your heart. Right. And you've, you've just got to, to love people. Sure. It's you may not like, agree with them. It's but just love like them. when, uh, when we had the whole, uh, Jim Baker and Jim, Jimmy Swagger thing going on mm-hmm. in the country, how that, uh, you talk about hurting the, the church. And I remember Brother Swagger saying it. He said, I, he said, he said, in a, in part of his confession and things and just facing the nation. And if, do you remember all that? And, uh, he said to the pastors, he says, I've made your burden heavier. And it's true. And, 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 and those type of things affect everybody and they affect the nation and affect the church. And I think this church has suffered, uh, since because right at that time, man, we were right at the height of the uh, charismatic movement and, uh, I don't know. I've just seen things seems like it's gone a different direction. And I'm with you. Prayer. <laughs> but you know, God brings it all back. Yeah. God washes us clean and yeah. God can make it like new again. And and all that can get covered over. Amen. Well, um, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to identify what we're dealing with. Because you, you said we, we want to get back. Those are your words. We want to get back. Okay. It wasn't perfect then. No, it wasn't. Because we're human. But yet, there, 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 there seemed to be in a uh, just accepting the Lord and going to church. These things were, were commonplace then. Where now, it doesn't seem to be that way. But revival—I'm talking about true spiritual revival—is what 
turns everything around. That's right. So, okay. So, what's the event? Let's, let's talk about it. The event, the United Prayer Summit 2023. It's occurring on August the 27th from 3 to 5 in the afternoon. We're going to be at the moon. And I have to say that uh, Scott and Julie Carswell have provided the moon for us free of charge. They are sharing their their board, their sound guys. They're giving everybody wow. water. Wow. Um, they have opened the doors and, very and these generously. these are the owners of the moon? Of they, the moon, wow, yes. Okay. So they have generously opened the doors, and um, we're very grateful for that. That's exciting. It is exciting because we were. That was our biggest struggle: was where are we going to have this? Right, and right. The doors were closed several times, huh. and uh, that one opened up almost instantly. Um, this all started with Anna Johnson being at a luncheon with Miss Virginia Glass, and everybody knows Miss Anna Johnson from being WCTV, right, right for many years, and yeah. uh, Miss Virginia Glass, uh, a local realtor. Well known here, and uh, they were at a luncheon with other ladies, and just the comment was made by Miss Annie. You know, we all need to be praying uh-huh. for our country and for our city, and that went to other conversations. And the next thing you know, they were having meetings, and then Sean Kane finds out about it. And I work with Sean Kane with Evangelism Global, okay. so he goes to the meeting, and after the second meeting, he calls and said, "I need your help." Well, I've been an event planner for 40 some, we won't talk about years. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I said, well, let me come see what it's about. And I went to the meeting and jumped right in. Okay. Um, so he, he has this on his heart. He doesn't know about what you, you talked about with, with Anna Johnson or not. Uh, oh, he didn't know them at that time. Sean did. Sean, Sean did. was there first and then called me. Okay. So let's go back to the meeting that Anna had with uh, Virginia Glass, right? Okay. They're having lunch. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how did they connect with Sean? You know, I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> I really, I'm not sure how they connected. Um, somehow in conversation. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do. Um, she called. Brother Krishner at Father Krishner, I believe is how he's referred to at St. Peter's Church. Okay. And Sean had done some work with some people from the church. And so they called Sean and said, you might be interested in doing this. It's along the lines of what you've been talking about is getting everybody together to pray. Right, right. So he went to the meeting. Okay. And uh, from there, um, that's when I got called. And there, there's our team is growing. Okay. Um, and, and we're a small team. Yeah. We're, we're doing this with about 10 people. Okay. Now let me, let me just bring the audience up to speed here. Okay. Because Sean's going to be on the program next Sunday. Okay. Okay. And, uh, but this is, will be his second time having been on the show. Okay. Oh. The first time he came on the show, he shared his testimony. And, and basically, I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but, but God told him to go to Africa, Sudan, I think it was. It is. Mm-hmm. Without any money, clothes, just what you got on your back. And uh, it changed his world. He survived. He did. <laughs> and, with a lot of interesting yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, that, now that he told me that. That's probably was back in the uh, early part of 2023. Oh, he, okay. he, he came on the show, mm-hmm. told me the story, and, and it was, it was great. And then when he came, so now he's coming back to, to be on the show, show now, uh, next Sunday to talk about what's going on here. 
So we'll get his perspective of it and some other things that we'll talk about it along the way too. But that's, that's who he is. Basically, Sean Kane is a young man who has a call of God in his life and he has a unique ability to bring people together. And that's what I've noticed and observed uh, from just a little bit of time I've been with him. And he, he doesn't have a problem making a cold call, call somebody up he never heard of before, and, and just connecting people. Absolutely. And so is he the one that's driving this thing mostly? Or is it, is you, I know it's, quote, the organization, which is the global, evangelism global. Well, it's it's a team. It's I can't team. say that it's any one person. Um, we're all pulling on our skills. We have Kimberly Calhoun, who actually works at St. Peter's, and she's the most organized. She's given us agendas and what we're going to talk about and Don't keeping you just everybody love those on kind point. Of people. I do. You want to slap them sometimes, but. <laughs> <laughs> She's making it easier for all of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, but, let, let me tell you a quick story. If you, don't lose your place here. Okay. So we were we were having our fiftieth uh, anniversary for the church, the church that I pastor. Okay, and a young girl who had grown up in the church, but she was she worked for a, a an organization that her job was planning. I mean, she planned big events. She volunteered her time to come and help us put together this 50th anniversary. And uh, her father goes to our church. <laughs> anyway, my, that particular day, she was here. Man, she's barking orders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody's trembling. I mean, <laughs> I was repairing pews, and I'm underneath the pews in the sanctuary, and I was very happy to be there. <laughs> Because <laughs> basically, I'm hiding out. So I, I understand that those type of people, but we need them. We need, we them. need them. Yeah. So she's the one that's going to keep everybody uh, on schedule, right? Up until day of. Okay. Um, and then that's where I kick in. Because okay. as the event planner, right. I'm, I'm the coordinator of all the functions from the traffic outside and the police and getting them across the street and getting the event started on time and moving on time. And then Sean emceeing okay. in between and calling the pastors and our prayer time and the music. We're doing praise and worship in between the praying. And our prayers are some fantastic pastors from around this community from, from three different counties. Okay. Um, we just, we've, we've got churches involved from three different counties. Okay. It's exciting. Very exciting. All right. Walk us through the event. The event. Yeah. We're expecting several hundred people. Okay. And we're, we're looking forward to if there's overflow, what do we do next? <laughs> um, good question. We're, we're, we're looking at a, an offsite room. We're, um, TV screens outside. We want the whole community there. We yeah. want everybody there. Churches come and, and pray with us and pray for our city, pray for our country, pray for our police and sheriffs and the Howie Patrol and our fire department, the people that help every day. And we're praying for our government, Tallahassee government, Florida government, school boards, all the way up to our national government, okay. to our president, to everybody. We're praying. So as the event progresses, there will be times of maybe public prayer or individual prayer, and then times when there will be people at the podium actually 
praying. Is that what we're talking about? There's a little of both, yes. Mostly uh, there'll be a pastor who's coming and praying, and we'll pray in agreement with them. Um, And I can tell you that every pastor, every worship leader, everybody involved that is going to be involved with this and making it happen and on that stage signed a statement of faith on what we believe. Okay. And it's all biblically based, and every one of them signed it, and we all agree the same. And these are people coming from different churches and different walks of life, but we all agree on the basis of the Bible. Okay. Now, as far as people attending, Mm -hmm. do they need to let people know they're coming? Are you just expecting people to show up and you don't quite know how many? (laughs) If they go to unitedtally.com, We have a place there where you can kind of notate that you're coming. Um, But for the most part, we're not taking names and numbers or reservations. We're not selling tickets. We're not selling anything. It is free of charge. Come and pray with us. Come and listen to the worship. Sing with us. And let's join our hearts together in unity. Now, we're talking about August the 27th. Yes, sir. And I'm thinking, okay, how many people will the moon hold? You know? Almost 800. 800 people, which would be a great. Be if, if you filled it up, it would be great. Yes. But what if we have more than 800? What is the plan? Well, you- the, the plan is overflow. Um, we're going to have outside. We are looking at having outside televisions and tents outside. Okay. Um, which is going to be my suggestion. So rain or shine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that's a possibility. We also have two rooms that they use for overflow. They're at the moon on where property. they're okay. on property, okay. whereas television. So we can probably put another 50 in each of those rooms. Okay. I'm guessing okay. 40 to yeah. 50. Yeah. Now, our, uh, well, I mean, I don't know how much promotion you've done so far. Lots. Uh, okay. <laughs> Are you getting responses back? To, have you got a feel at this point about who's going to be responding? We're, well, we know of, we've called probably close to 200 churches okay. and gotten their involvement. And with that, we're getting feedback that we're expecting several hundred. Okay. Generally. Yeah. Um, we know that our, our sheriff just was excited and jumped on board to be a part and has invited the department. The police really? chief has done Wonderful. the same. Uh, we've invited the colonel of the highway patrol and asked him to invite all of the troopers. Um, the fire department has been invited. So that's just the kind of government leadership. We've called the school board. We've called both the city and county councils and invited them to be here. We've called, we've called the governor's office. We're having trouble getting through because he's a little busy these days, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but we've called and, and we want to invite everybody. But you know, those people are important to our, our city and our county. They're important to our government. But what's important is every single person, every person. There is no VIP. We're not having a VIP center or a place to sit because every soul that walks in there is important to Jesus. Oh, and there is, he is no respecter of persons and we're not going to be either. We think everybody's important. Right. We're just grateful that these people have volunteered their time and their efforts. Our, our chief of police has volunteered security. Really? And um, traffic control for us. That's huge. The sheriff's yeah. department will do the same. Those that are coming to participate. Um, it, it's just amazing 
the outpouring that we've had, the pastors that have jumped on board and said, yes, I want to be a part of that. And they've invited their churches and their congregations and, and like Miss Anna and Miss Virginia given, um, PSAs on the radio, um, with Doug Apple. And, um, I've gone and done a couple of churches and all of us have, have taken a list of churches and called every church and then some wow. from our list. And then I'm running into people. It's like some churches somehow they got missed off the list. So we're giving out flyers and wow. keep calling, <laughs> keep sharing. <laughs> that's, this that's, is, this is big. Yeah. It is. God's like, on, yeah, God's yeah, doing something yeah, and we're a part of it. And I was just thinking about it when you're talking about traffic controls on Lafayette Street and Seminole. Yes. Ooh, I could get back to it real quick because we're talking about well, a plain gonna, road in there. <laughs> they're going to park across the street in the backside of Olive Garden. Okay. We have permission to do that. Yeah. So uh, That's a pretty good size they're, space. They're filling the, up the, yeah. the parking lot of the moon, and then they're filling up across the street. Because I'm wondering when when they have events there. That's how, the same how, thing How does do. that work? I mean, I've never, as much as I'm by there, you think I would have been there when there was something going on. And I think there have been times, but I, I don't remember it being a big problem. But uh, I I actually was there for an event last year, and that's exactly what we did. We parked across the street right. and and was it full over. when you were there for that event? Oh yes, sir. Was it? Okay. Yes, sir. Right. Well, I'm I'm just <laughs> I'm thinking ahead here. I'm, yeah, <laughs> because uh, music the, in Tallahassee, it's full. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is that uh, if you've, if they've done this before, then they have some insight to give you as far as knowing what to do and what not to do. But when you're thinking about a, a one-way street, and, uh, well, like I say, it could get backed up pretty quick if, if, if the traffic is not being handled and getting them off the road into the areas that you're talking about there as far as the They are very well-trained and experienced in yeah. getting them in and out. It's actually a two-way street, and you've got a light at Magnolia and a light halfway down Lafayette, and they can yeah. always move through the parking lot and go straight over to Appalachia yeah. Parkway. So yeah, that light is at Seminole Drive there. Yes. It's just on the corner of Lafayette and Seminole. So exactly. Where it's, where it's at there, yeah. Well, it's, it sounds good. I'm, I'm excited for you. Good. I'm excited too. You know, I get started talking about it and, and my voice gets higher and I get a little more pitch because I'm on fire. I'm on fire for Jesus and I am on fire to see what he's doing and excited that we get to be a part of this. Right. I give the folks that, uh, what was it? A website? Was it a website you, you gave it to? UnitedTally.com. Yeah, UnitedTally. Okay. And they can see our flyer, the time, the date. And, you know, we're doing this on the on the premise of Second uh, Chronicles 7.14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and the part most people don't want to talk about, turn from their right. wicked ways, then... Will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. And that's what we want. Yeah. We want to see our, our, our land healed, our people healed. Yeah. And to do that, we've got to just love each other. I just preached a sermon two Sundays ago called Good News America. And, uh, it was second Chronicles 714. And the good news is simply this is that God, made it very clear to us what we need to do to heal our land. He says, it's only four things. And that was the good news. It's only four things. Only it's just four things. four things that we have to do in order to heal God's and land. And the first three are easy. Yeah. And I, I preached that sermon at Freedom Road where I pastor. 
and then uh, I do a daily broadcast, and, and uh, that's chopped up in five pieces, and then uh, did just recorded the sermon right here, and uh, it's out on Rumble. If somebody wants to go find it, they can find that sermon. It's called Good News. It's, it's just called Good News, and um, it's under the Freedom Road page. Uh, I guess that's where you you said it uh, on Rumble. <laughs> anyway, but it's just funny that. that you bring that scripture up and gotta just leave it on my heart. It's only four things mm-hmm. because I, one of the things I said in the sermon is that I'm the type of person that I don't do big things so well, but I do small things. And I, I generally want to take big things and chop them up into small things and then I can tackle them. And I said, well, it's four things. It's four simple things. Just humble yourselves and pray and seek my face. And so, you know, we can do those things and you can, and, and uh, you can focus on them very clearly. Okay. Okay. What about the humble thing? Because <laughs> you know what it is. If you think you're humble, you're probably not. <laughs> yeah, you got to take yourself out. Right, right. But it's just, again, it's just putting the Lord first and, and caring about people and have an event where you're praying for people. That's that's a good way to work toward humility because we, right. we have a tendency to want to focus on ourselves, and that's a very easy thing to, to get caught up in. Absolutely. But when we begin to, Pray for one another and pray for our churches and pray for what you were talking about earlier. This, this lapse of people not being in church and not being, and let's put it this way, not being in the disciplined things that we need to do in order to build ourselves up in our most holy faith. And we know that prayer and reading the word is, those are top two. Right. And, uh, if a person has gotten away from the Bible and they haven't been studying, they haven't been reading, well, that's a problem. And uh, that can easily be corrected. You know, I, I the fourth one, I said the first three are easy. The fourth one's easy, too, if we let Jesus carry the burden. Because he said his burden is easy, his yoke is light. Yeah. And, and actually reverse. His yoke is easy, his burden is light. But you know what? That makes it easy, too, because Jesus does the hard stuff. Yeah. He fights the battle for us. And I preached on Mother's Day, and I called our mothers to prayer. I said, it's time to go to war. And it doesn't mean picking up a gun. It doesn't mean picking up a sword. Oh, no. It means getting on our knees and praying for our children, our children's children, our our country, our government leaders, our pastors. They're carrying a burden. Yeah, yeah. It's time for us to pray. We've got the the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. That's right. But they're mighty through the pulling down of stones. Strongholds. Amen. And that's what we're dealing with Amen. here. And uh, Tallahassee, and I, well, Tallahassee has a stronghold, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we could we could identify some things to say. Well, it might be this, it might be this, it might be this. But he who is with us is stronger than he who is against us. Amen. But it requires the D word. You know what the D word is? Discipline. Ah. <laughs> Like which do you work? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the one that we don't like most of the time <laughs> because discipline is is sometimes is very difficult to come to, but it's always is rewarding if we, in other words, to say this, this one thing I will do, and I, I heard a, a pastor who was teaching us in, from our in a region talking about. You put the if you're if you're going to be doing something, you put the big rocks in first, you know something in life. And, and I, I remember that sermon so well because, uh, like, 
being a person who is daily involved in prayer, that's a big rock. And, and it's probably going to be one that you're going to want to say, ah, that's too big. It's too big. Well, you put the big rock in first. And they say, well, I want to make sure I read my Bible every day. Well, that's a, you put that big rock in too. And you say, I may not do anything else today, but those two things I will do. You see, but that's discipline. And you know, the Holy Spirit, the Bible says the Holy Spirit has a sweet smell. Have you ever walked into a room and, and something about it is peaceful and just smells good and you can't explain it? And that find out that's where that person prays every day. Uh-huh. That's where that person meets the Lord. Wow. I, I've experienced and, and, that. And there'll be a presence. presence. Kind of like the, the, war, the movie War Room. I'm sure yes. you've seen it. Yes. <laughs> you Many <what>. times. <laughs> this is my favorite room in the house. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was her that closet. Little bitty closet. <laughs> well, but see, there's, there's, there's strength in that. And just think about it, that, that if all across the land you got these little ladies, or it doesn't have to be little ladies, it can be anybody. This, they're committed, they're disciplined, they're praying, they're praying for our country. Then we're back to seven, uh, first, or Second Chronicles seven fourteen. That's right. If 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 we, were, God will hear from heaven, and He will heal our land. You see, <laughs> I'm gonna be getting into my next Sunday <laughs> sermon here. But the thing is, is it it's so easy to think that there could be a human that's going to heal our land. You know, and we're getting into the, the political thing now. A lot of people think that. They think, well, if we elect this particular person, then it'll heal our land. And that's that's a false premise. Absolutely. Because what's going to heal our land is if my people. Who are see, called by my yeah, name. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. All right. Uh, those of you who are regular listeners to the uh, Gospel on the Radio talk show, you know what's coming now. <laughs> You've been around long enough. But what I did I allowed our guest to pick out the song for us and I said well what what do you like Marlita I said what is your favorite artist or whatever and uh, what'd you tell me Elvis Presley Elvis and Presley. J.D. Sumner the Jordanaires <laughs> right <laughs> and then I gave her a list of songs to <laughs> This is uh, How Great Thou Art, Mr. Elvis Presley. on the radio talk show and uh, <laughs> he loves singing gospel music and uh, he, he can sing other things too but he loves singing gospel music and uh, for those of you who tuned in you heard a little bit of mr elvis presley singing how great thou art and uh, something you should probably know is that i'm the pastor of freedom road christian ministry 720 capital circle northeast we are in the crescent park plaza our services start at 11.05 on Sunday mornings. We love the Lord. We love visitors. And we'd love to have you and your family come and worship with us. We also have Sunday school at 10 o'clock. 
frcm.us. That's how you get in touch with us as our website. Tell you all about Freedom Road Christian Ministry. Also, if you like Southern Gospel music, then I'm inviting you to join me every Saturday night for the Saturday Night Gospel. Sing a full hour of the, what I say, the best music on the planet, Southern Gospel style. We crank it up and have a good time. So I invite you to join me for that. Also for the daily broadcast, Monday through Friday here on 94.1. And that's the Gospel on the Radio broadcast. Now, an announcement concerning our singings over to the American Legion. Uh, Marlita and I both have been there quite often. And uh, uh, been a change coming up in September. Highway 316 is going to be back there once again. They were with us just a month ago, I think it was. And anyway, been a change. So I'm just making sure you're up to speed on all of that. 630, or September the 3rd. That's uh, Labor Day. Actually, Labor Day is Sunday before Labor Day. Mm -hmm. So anyway, you're invited to come to that. We always have a good time. And I appreciate the folks who put all that together for us. Marlita Peters is our guest today on the broadcast. We're talking about the prayer summit that's coming up here Actually, pretty soon, uh, the 27th over at the moon. And the moon, if you don't know what the moon is, that's a, actually, I guess it's a nightclub. Is that how you describe that? I call it a music venue because they do more than just be a nightclub. Because they're not open, they're not, they're not open all the time, are they? Mm -hmm. They, they they basically just do events there. They do events, they do singing, and they have many, um, artists in from all over the world. So Uh they, they are, Quite prominent in the music business here in in this region. Sure, sure. And uh, like I've told you, I, I remember when it was an A and P store. <laughs> so I mean, it's <laughs> it's been there for a long time. But it's amazing how they were able to to change that building into that that uh, type of a thing. And uh, I think I've been in there one time since. <laughs> I used to go there all the time when it was a grocery store. But but uh, I think I've been in there one time. But I don't even know why I went there. I don't think I went to an event. But it seemed to me like it's got a big stage. Mm-hmm. Like a, I don't know why I was there. But anyway, uh, it's amazing that, that God has worked this out. And, and and did you tell me that they're donating this? They're donating everything. The facility, the guys that are helping water for everybody, they're donating. That's amazing. And they were excited to do so. Wow. Um, you know, when you love Jesus and you get together with other people who love Jesus, things happen. Yeah. And uh, God has pulled on their hearts to do this, and we're so grateful for it. Wow. And um, I was telling you about our team, and we have eight team members. Is it okay if I name who they are? Sure, sure. Well, we have uh, Miss Anna Johnson, WCTV, and Miss Virginia Glass, and it was their luncheon that started this. And uh, then they pulled in Lane from City Church and Judy Mandrell. And we also have Kimberly Calhoun, who's a, um, a secretary at um, St. Peter's. Okay. We have Michael Feagans from Bethel Church, uh, me from TBC, and Sean Kane from Lifeway. And so we've we've all come together. As I said, we're we're all from different genres, um, different churches, different backgrounds, and all love Jesus. <laughs> and and we're we're creating and learning how to love Jesus together and accepting each other instead of fighting each other. Right. And um, it's, it's built as a prayer summit. It is. United and, Prayer Summit. And uh, But there's different uh, aspects of it. 
It's because a lot of times when I when I think of a of a you know prayer meeting, I think, well, we're all going to come together. And I've been at those type of events; they've been powerful. We're we're just on our knees before God and uh, uh, let let God take care of the agenda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, but th- this is not that. This is it's a little bit more organized. I mean, you you're going to have music involved in it, and then you're going to have individuals coming to the mic. Yes. To to lead in prayer. Yes. But I'm sure there'll also be those times of just individual prayer as well. We're going to have both. Um, we're going to have prayer on Thanksgiving. We're going to have prayer on 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 praising the Lord. Um, I'm trying to go through my list. We've got eight different. We're talking about exalting the Lord Jesus, yeah. and so we're going to pray in exalting His name and who He is. Um. We're going to pray specifically for our, our county, our city, our country, and leaders, and our government, our um, police, our children at school, and their teachers, and our school board, Amen. Um, and our local city and county yeah, councils. Yeah. And pray over these schools. Absolutely. And, and just, just pray that. Uh, yeah, I, I've said this many, many times on the on the radio broadcast, a different broadcast that I do. The Lord laid it on my heart uh, years ago. You remember when uh, Elijah was. Uh, the God would take him in the spirit into the, the, the bedchamber of the king of Syria, of uh, Syria, one of them. Mm-hmm. And he would hear the battle plans and then he would go tell the king of Israel. And so I've taken that model and I said, God, if there's somebody planning something that's designed for harm, Lord, reveal it. Let the Holy Spirit go to where their their basement room or whatever it is they're, they're planning, their despicable thing. Holy Spirit, you reveal it to the authorities. And I've prayed that prayer that all across the land, if there's these these horrible people, and this is what's on their mind, that the Holy Spirit would show it. So when you're in this prayer time, remember that, if you will. Just God, Absolutely. you you foil the plan. And that way, we don't have to worry about these precious children being harmed. And every time we hear about those things, it just tears at your heart. And you say, Lord, just prevent it. You can prevent it. You, you, God, you know all things. And uh, <laughs> I tell you, I, I, I'm just, uh, I'm just believing that God's going to use this event in a powerful way. But now, there are other things planned beyond this, right? Now, you said that you've already had two or three of these type of events. Well, Evangelism Global, which I'm a part of with Sean Kane, okay. we've actually held several small revivals here. And I say several. Our first one had almost 300 people um, by the third night. So we're holding small revivals, or some like to call it a crusade. Sean being in Africa, we tend to use the word crusade more because that's what they call revival there. Um We've had one at College Avenue, and we were planning others. We actually were planning on being in the stadium at FSU, Dope Campbell Stadium, and uh, COVID happened. And uh, the president had already given us permission, said he wanted to be a part, wanted it to happen. And we're talking about the president of FSU. The president of yes. FSU. Yes, yes, I should have said that. Um, president of FSU said yes. Matter of fact, um, Sean and um, a friend of his from FCA, because we were doing it in conjunction with FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. They met with him together, and he was excited to happen, um, make it happen. And he was excited to let Sean and Kez pray with him in the president's office. And he said, this is important 
for our community. It's important for our students. So we were ready. And then COVID happened and we were shut down. But see, I'm believing that in God's timing, it wasn't the time. Absolutely. And I see, as we've understood here, that you're doing this event at the moon and it's going to be a great time. It's going to be a wonderful time. And then you've got another one scheduled, what, in March? March will be at the Cascades. Okay. That's in conjunction with FCA. Cascade Park, right? Cascade Park. And FCA is joining with us on that. And then also in October of this year, we're going to be on campus at TCC. Really? We're joining FCA there and um, bringing the gospel to those that want to hear it and some hot dogs too and some shaved ice. And this going to be inside or outside? We'll be outside. outside. We're going to be on the green space there at the backside of TCC. Okay. And and that's a prayer type summit or, or more more of a crusade type of thing. Yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually going to have a tent set up that if people need prayer for something that's going on in their lives, we're going to have people there who are trained to help them, to guide and direct them, and to pray with them right then and there, and then point them in a direction of something if they need help, whether it's financial help or if it's going to be spiritual help or counseling with something going on with them or their families. Um, we're prepared for that. Sounds like you're going to have some music there. We're we're going to have a little music. <laughs> we're not sure who that's going to be yet, but uh-huh. we're going to have music. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of uh, the churches that have wonderful worship teams and stuff like that yeah i am excited about all that i've gotten the people that i meet in the music world yeah Yeah. there is a lot of talent um danette um mcbride from life changers church she and their praise team will be joining us at the um, united prayer summit on august 27th mikhail barrington is going to be singing with them is that Anita and uh, uh, Barrington's son or something like that? H- Helena. 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 Kenneth and uh, yeah, Helena Barrington's oh, yes, they, oh, daughter. Yeah. Yes. I've known them for years. Yeah, yeah she's Mikhail <laughs> instead of Michelle. She's Mikhail. Beautiful young woman. Yeah. And a lovely spirit. And she serves the Lord well. And she's going to sing with Miss Danette and their That's team. That's going to be powerful. I mean, I don't know her, but I know her parents. So <laughs> It's going to be powerful. Matter of fact, I think we're the two groups that are doing. We have the um, praise team from Tallahassee Biker Church is going to be there. And between the two groups, I think we're doing two of Miss Helena Barrington's songs. Really? We are. So it was exciting. And we started pulling them before one of them before I even realized that Miss Helena had had written it. So we have um, Arnett Moore is going to be there. He's my right hand. Yeah. And he's going to be helping with keeping the timing and getting people on and off stage at the right times. And uh, he and I will be communicating quite strongly, and I'm trying <laughs> to convince him to maybe lead a song, but we're working on that. <laughs> now, when you say communicate, you're going to have a headpiece on? Uh, if I can get the headpieces, I will. If not, I've got walkie-talkies that work really okay. well. <laughs> well, you talk about some type of uh, actual device that you're going to be yes. communicating with. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. A, uh, you know, that front, front stage and back of the house communication. <laughs> right, right. Well, I, I know how those sort of things work. I mean, I've, I'm a, a kind of an event planner myself, and I've mm-hmm. put together a few things. And I know uh, timing is, is important. Very. Uh, but sometimes, well, God just shows up, and the the timing just that just kind of goes away. <laughs> you know, we've got a plan. We've got it organized. We've got music. 
We've got prayers, prayers. Right. And with that, if the Lord sees it different, it'll all be in one accord and we're going to be okay with it. Yeah. Well, that's it. We, we're scheduled three to five. If the Holy Spirit takes it longer, well, we're open to that, but you know, we respect people in their time as well. So we're, we're trying to set a schedule, but the Holy Spirit has right. control. And the thing is that, uh, uh, those of you who are listening, they, they have a venue set about 800 people they can hold in that, in that building. And then they have some out built out rooms that could, but it would probably be beneficial if people just gave you a heads up. And so that website that you talked about earlier, United Tally, dot com correct now if they go there they just so something they click on to give you a number how's that work you know i don't know (laughs) (laughs) you'll figure it out (laughs) it's real simple it's a simple website you can call any of us um you can call us and and we'll tell you all about it if you have questions um but you can go on the website we decided not to do a head count or tickets or any of that because we didn't want it to be front row seating or back seating it's see sit where you want to when you get there and if the front's full you're going to move a little further back right right um the the stages will be set behind they have a, a a very variated, very. How do you say that? Varied stages for tables. Is it variegated? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Varied stage <laughs> levels in the back that face the stage um, with tables and chairs, and those will be set for people to come and be comfortable. And I know my my parents are eighty two, and I'd like for them to sit on the floor and not have to do the stairs. So there'll be plenty of room for everybody. Come and join us. Yeah. You know, you were talking to earlier about I guess it was Elijah but it reminded me of Abraham and Abraham said Lord if I can find 50 mm-hmm. Lord if I can find 20 right. if I can find 10 who will pray yeah. and finally the Lord said if you can even find one just one yeah, that's what he's talking about the, I'll be there. Lot when the, trying to Sodom and, Gano- and yeah, Gomorrah yeah, and, and the sin that they were in and trying to bring Lot and his family out. And he says, if you can just find one. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got several hundred we think are going to show up for this to pray to heal our land. Well, we go back to the scripture. If my people will humble themselves and Absolutely. pray. And the good news is there's only four things you have to do that God said, if you do these four things, I will heal your land. And that's what we're praying for, for healing Personally, for each and each individual, and then just for the people, because one of the things that that you you take note of as you as you study the scriptures and in, in, in the, in the nation of Israel is that a lot of times the the spiritual movements would would happen with whoever is in charge. I mean, talk about from the political realm. I mean, these people do have an effect, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, just think if, if God were to raise up leadership, I mean, talk about nationally, that really had a relationship with the Lord. And that, that could go for the state government or national or even in the United Nations. <laughs> I mean, because I like to know if, if somebody is, is my governor or my mayor, I like to know where they are in their faith. And, uh, and so if, if, if somebody that's, uh, has a relationship with Christ. If, if, they, if they're willing to 
stand before the country and say, this is what I believe. It's one thing to say, well, I'm a Christian. But do you believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God? Do you believe that he died on the cross for your sins? You start getting that personal with people sometimes. They don't want to go there because they know that politically that's maybe not be the thing to say. But I'm talking about people who are boldly proclaimed, I am a Savior, I am a servant of Jesus Christ. He is my Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, (laughs) see, you look at the pattern of people and how people are have a tendency to follow trends and fads. And uh, so a person who has the boldness to proclaim their faith would set an example. So <laughs> I want to pray for these these leaders, these people who have such an impact in our lives. The decisions they make affects all of us. And, you know, as you said that, I was just thinking that the book of Acts Pastor Ernie always says the book of Acts is about how we're supposed to act. If you read that, you learn as a Christian the things you're supposed to do and the boldness we're to do it with and what we can believe in and hold on to in our faith. And it's, I believe it's Acts 29. Well, there's not an Acts 29. No, there's no 29. (laughs) Because Acts 29 is still being written. That's right. That's us. And that's us. And, and, if you go up and, and you read all the begats, what is it? Numbers that has all the begats and from Abraham to Isaac. And then you're down to Jesse and to David. And somewhere in there, there's Ruth and there's Esther and all these begets, begats all the way down. Well, you know what? I want to be one of those begats in that lineage <laughs> when somebody's writing the book another hundred years yeah. from now. Amen. Marlita's name's going to be in that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm confessing that for you, <laughs> and for all of those who are listening. So we absolutely that we all someday will have that privilege, just walking on streets of gold and just believe it. But, but see, that's the goal. Is that not only do you want to be there, not only do I want to be there, I want this radio audience to be there. And if you're if you're somebody and you're you're having a tough time right now, come to the prayer summit. But, but it doesn't. That's not. You can pray now wherever you are. Wherever. Yeah, wherever you are, you can begin to pray. And we're going to have prayer before we close this broadcast out. And there may be somebody out there, and you're, you're struggling. You're, you've been out of church, you haven't been in the Word, and, and you're just having a difficult time in your spiritual life. Maybe you're having problems in your family, your relationships. But God's bigger than all of that. And, and uh, His love is so powerful, He wants to help you with that. Hallelujah. So just a simple matter of just pray. Just pray. And you know, the best thing, the thing to do is to say, God, I need your help. It's amazing how, because I, I have a friend of mine that, that that happened in his life. He was pastoring a church and it was just falling apart all around him. And he was just, he was so depressed. And he, that I saw him one day and he was just happy. And I'm going, oh, <laughs> something happened. He says, walked into the back door of the church. Uh, actually, back door, front door. Anyway, walked in, sat down on the last pew, and just said, God, help me. And he said, God just showed up. And the old song goes, heaven came down and glory filled my soul. And his, his life was just changed from that point on. You might be that person. You might be that person. And you if know, you just ask God. He said it takes the faith of a mustard seed. And if you ever look at a mustard seed, I showed it when I was teaching missionettes. I showed those 11 and 12 year old girls what a mustard seed looked like. And it was so small. It's a quarter of an inch long and skinnier than a pencil lead. And 
if you could just find that little bit, that little bit, that's all it takes of faith, God's going to meet you where you're at. Roll it into a big tree. Ah, Hallelujah. That's good. That's good. In in my book, I I have a chapter on mustard seed theology. (laughs) (laughs) And it's simply this is the mustard seed, that's the beginning. It's not the end of your faith. But everything has a beginning, and so it's just that if you if you can muster that much, if you can muster a mustard seed, that's a start. I had you know? a chat with someone one time, and I was like, you know, you need to get back to the Lord, and you need to just get it straight. And he goes, I got some things to work out first. I said, you know what? Jesus said, come that's as right. you He'll are. Work and then he will transform Amen. you to Amen. what you need to be, not what the world thinks you need to be. He'll transform Amen. you to what he wants you to be. So it's August the 27th. August the 25th. At the moon. Yes, sir. On Lafayette Street. It's uh, uh, unitedtally.com. You can go there. It'll give you all the information you need to know. And uh, you yes, sir. Maybe even let them know that you're And something else you might want to do. You might want to make a donation to help them. I'm sure there's some financial things involved in this as well. We've got a little, and we would um, yeah. enjoy a little of that benefit, but um, we're not asking for money. Okay. We're not asking a fee, but if it, the Lord puts it on someone's heart, yes, we would That's receive just, just be to a that. donation. Father God, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity just to be able to share this event yes, and just Lord. talk about the things of the Lord. Father, I do pray that it would just be a powerful time, just a great anointing upon it. Lord, just I pray for those who are leading it. Lord, just bless them. Give them skills. But Father God, allow the Holy Spirit to be very much present in everything that's done. And Lord, we just pray this just be a turning point for our city, Thank you, Lord. for our state, and for our country. We just give you glory and praise. We do pray over our city. We pray, God, for a move of God across through our churches. We pray for our pastors and our leaders. Father, we pray for America, for peace around this world. We pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Marlita, thank you so much for coming and being on the show. Thank you for having us here. We look forward to the August 27th. Amen. And until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.